You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. This message is brought to you by Regeneron. If you have diabetes, listen closely because your ears could help your eyes. Excess sugar from diabetes could lead to eye damage and vision loss or even blindness, and you might not even notice it at first. So remember, now is the time to get your eyes checked. Eye care is especially important with diabetes. See a path forward with actions and potential treatment options that may help your eyes and protect against vision loss. Go see an eye care specialist and visit nowic.com to take charge of your sight. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Today I have myself, James Nopum, with Kevin Conlon and special guest, John Cedar. What's up? <clears throat> hey, John, how you doing? Good, guys. Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, John just fed us this awesome Mexican meal, and I'm about to explode, but I keep, <laughs> I keep on drinking, so it is what it is. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was some, uh, pretty good stuff. What'd you call that stuff? Some, uh, steak Arachera. Yeah, whatever it is, I've never seen it in a menu. But I'm gonna <laughs> find tacos it. and yep. enchiladas, some tamales, tamales. That's, that's it. Yeah, it was good stuff. Some grilled jalapenos and yeah, it was real yeah. good. Yeah, stuff. it was almost as good as Taco Bell, actually. It's probably a lot better, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so, so we thought we'd talk and, to you. and margaritas. True. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. Which Modelo? We got some Modelo beer, especially cervezas. Oh, you saw the commercial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. So we thought we'd talk to John today about his hunting season, since mine was so terrible. Kevin's was actually pretty decent. but I had a good one, but how'd you do, John? I did pretty good. Um, you know, I had uh, I shot a doe um, early on in the season uh, during archery, uh, you know, which was which was nice. And I had, you know, I'd seen a bunch of deer on, uh, on my trail cameras that, uh, you know, I... I I guess you could call them hit listers if you wanted to. Um, did you name them? I did not name them. Come on, man. I don't do that. Wide boy I, uh, wasn't out there. Wide boy was not out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I'm not a big fan of naming them because usually uh, once gun season comes around, I never see them again. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't want to get too attached. Not a there. <laughs> yeah. So it was actually uh, gun season was kind of interesting for me. So um, uh, most of you guys probably don't know, but I mean I know you guys do, but. You know, my, my father was diagnosed last year with uh, pancreatic and liver cancer. I had uh, the Whipple procedure done, which was a very long procedure, went into remission. And, uh, you know, about three months ago, we found out that he was basically stage four yeah. adenocarcinoma. Um, so I I told my mom and I told my dad. So one of the things about, you know, deer hunting for me is, you know, 
it, it's always been something that me and my dad have done together. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. we, we enjoy doing, you know, when I was a kid growing up, we never saw eye to eye, but when it was deer season, we always saw eye to eye. We were like boys, you know what I mean? Like go. best friends, blood. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, you know, I told my mom and my dad, I said, I'm going to dedicate my deer season to, to, to pops, you know, cause he can't get out. Um, so opening day of gun season, I didn't really have, I had barely anything on my trail camera. I mean, I checked it the night before and I'm like, you know, super stoked. And I, you know, I had a bunch of does and that was about it. And, uh, you know, I knew the rut was, was kicking off. So I, you know, I was, I was hopeful. So about eight o'clock in the morning, I have a, uh, a big body deer that comes through at about a hundred yards coming through the neighbor's property. And as soon as he crossed the wire, or our property line, um, I scoped him, and I looked at him, and I said, all right, you know, he's, he's a six-point. We have a six-pointer better rule yeah. up at the hunt club. And I said, you know, this is this is a shooter. And he looked real wide and just the body mass on him. I'm like, this is a nice buck. So I went ahead and shot him, and I text everybody, in, you know, at the club, and I said, hey, guys, I got a six-pointer, real nice big six. And, uh, you know, climbed down out of my tree about a couple hours later. It dropped right where I shot him. And uh, walk up on this thing, and as I as I walk up on this thing, it just starts growing. It keeps getting bigger <laughs> and bigger. I'm like, oh, it's an eight point. How cool is that? And then I'm like, oh wait, no, it's a nine. <laughs> and I got up on it, and it ended up being a ten point. Yeah. Um, wow! So I ended up shooting this thing. It was a, a six and a half year old buck. Um, it had three broken tines from fighting, and that's why I yeah. thought it was you know, oh, okay. uh, you know, a smaller deer. Um, as far as you know, I just thought it was a six point. Um, so, and then the other cool thing about this buck too, was that it actually had a wound, um, an old wound. I don't know if it was from this year, from last year, maybe. Um, but he'd been shot before by what looked to be like a bow and arrow. Um, and it was a very high shot, like just under the spine. No, no, no hair it's grew back. <laughs> What's that? It's probably Dave. Probably Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so that was cool and then uh you know we, when we hunt up at the hunt club um we'll sit out there all day long you know so i'm up in my tree stand all day and just you know taking in creation and nature and just enjoying myself and uh it was about maybe a half hour before our last light i had you know seven does that came through and i ended up taking a four and a half year old big body doe um so it was uh it was a great great deer season, man. You know, and one that I dedicate to my father, mm-hmm. um, you know, who's fighting the good fight still. Yeah. Um, you know, and and you know, it's uh it's been it's been a trying year for sure, you know, for the family and then obviously, oh, know. you know, for, for me getting out into the woods, but mm-hmm. um, you know, we we've made the best of what we could. Um so now I uh I haven't been out actually uh again. I wanna get out for some late season here probably in the next couple couple of weeks here we'll do you know some late season archery um and you know just I, i'd be happy with one more deer you know yeah. what i mean one more yeah. doe or something like that and then uh i'll go into full ice fishing mode yep as long as there's ice yeah the ice is starting to come isn't it yeah i was just talking with kevin i mean i was out on ice the other day and um <clears throat> over by me there's a there's a big lake and it's a real deep lake but for the most part, around about maybe even 100 yards out, I mean, the lake's only like three feet deep. Yeah. So it ices up early, yeah. and it ices up thick. Um, so, I mean, there was guys fishing on it last weekend, you know, that were fishing on four-plus inches of ice. and Driving it's, trucks on it. Not yet. Uh, they will be <laughs> soon, though. Those hillbillies will be soon. Um, 
but uh, you know, I caught I caught my first plank through the ice. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool. Um, Blake. In, in, yes, Blake. In in two <laughs> foot of water of all places too. But that's how they fish for them over there. Do you use tip ups? Uh, you know, I don't. I use uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I use uh, this product called the Trigger. Um, and it's a, uh, it's, it's basically like a jaw jacker. If you've ever seen one of those or like, it's an automatic hook setter. Um, and it's made by uh black Fox fishing out of, uh, Ontario, Canada. Great guy. Uh, Brendan Syrete is, uh, is his name. And, uh, he turned me on to these a couple of years ago. He actually sent me a couple and, and Corey Merriman and myself did a video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're really cool. And actually sure. I caught a, 9.69 pound lake trout through the ice on that lake that I'm talking about um, on on the trigger. Oh, wow. Yeah. Still so talk to those guys? Who's that? The Black Fox Fishing yeah. guys? Yeah, actually, uh, Brendan set, just sent me two, uh, two brand new triggers, um, you know, to try out for this ice season. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> at one point we <laughs> talked about going up there and hanging out yeah. with those guys. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to. <laughs> you know, if, Brendan, if you're listening. What, um, lake, what lake are they on? Uh, you know, Canada, so, right? so, so Brennan is, uh, he's a native American guy yep. and, uh, he's part of, I believe it's called the first nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have all the, uh, all their native lands that they can hunt. Um, so they have their own like DNR. They don't have to go through the ministry of Canada, nothing like that. Um, and so he's, he's, you know, we were talking a couple of years ago. He's like, man, I'd love to have you guys come up here. You know, let's go ice fishing. You know, we catch, he was telling me, I just talked to him on the phone a couple of weeks ago that his biggest Walleye that he's ever caught was 36 inches. Get out of here. Swear to God. 36 inch. God. And I'm like, dude, that thing's got to be close to 20 pounds. You know Jeez. what I mean? Every, I didn't even know they got that big. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, out, on, out on Muskegon Lake, um, you know, it's, it's... So I'll tell you a little bit about walleye fishing. You want big fish and you want lots of big fish, you go fish Saginaw Bay or you fish Lake Erie. You want giant walleyes like giants like 13 14 15 pounds you go to the west side of the state and you go fish muskegon lake you're not going to get into the numbers you're not going to get into you know 15 pound fish every time but uh, a couple buddies of mine were out there a couple weekends ago one of them caught a 10 pound walleye and the other guy caught like a 14.9 pound wow just monsters well there's no ice over there either i mean they're still trolling around in boats Mm -hmm. They get all that, you know, they get all that warm water from Lake Michigan, so it yeah. takes a lot longer to, mm-hmm. you know, to freeze up over there. Jeez. Man. But it's, <laughs> it's funny because I talk to those guys all the time, and, you know, they'll take, they'll take the quality over quantity any day unless they're looking for eaters. And if yeah. they're looking for eaters, then they'll go down to Erie, they'll go yeah. up to Saginaw Bay. Yeah. St. You know, Clair's got a nice... Yep, St. Clair's got a good fishery, Detroit River. Well, you can't really ice fish the yeah. Detroit River, but... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, you know, it's... it's uh, it's pretty pretty awesome over there. And it was about a couple of weeks ago I was out there and I went with my buddy Captain Jeff Hedges of Transport Fishing, who's a salmon guy. Mm-hmm. And uh he's like, you know, I wanna I wanna go catch a walleye. And so we were given some intel of where to go because we weren't fishing in the boat, we were fishing from shore. And I think it was like the uh, first cast he made, he hooked himself in the glove. <laughs> and this is the funniest story ever. So he literally has his glove hooked onto this uh Rapala, husky jerk, and the back hook, he literally had to take off because it was stuck in his glove. The middle hook was like two of the barbs were fine. The third one was like kind of like almost straight, like mm-hmm. bent. 
and then the front hook was okay. So he casts this thing out after he gets it untangled from his glove. And I kid you not, this walleye took that middle hook and it like inhaled that husky jerk. It wasn't coming off. And that was the only walleye we caught that night. But that thing was a good 24, 25 inches long. I mean, it was wow. a nice, you yeah. know, five, six pound walleye, you know, nice big female. Yeah. Hmm. So, but, you know, I, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, just re- relaxing a little bit this winter. And, you know, parents are coming back uh, home from uh, from Arizona over the holidays here. Um, you know, so we're going to have them here in town for about a week. And uh, I'm actually going to try to get the old man to go deer hunting. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, so he's, uh, with, with all the chemo and drugs he's been on, he has a lot of neuropathy with his hands and his feet, so he doesn't get around as, as yeah. well. Um, so we were kind of, you know, him and Hunter around the idea of maybe doing it and seeing if, you know, we can make something happen for him. But uh, he seems like he's in pretty good spirits and he actually might want to go. So That's I cool, think man. weather depending, you know, uh-huh. we'll get him up. To Do you have a box blind you can put him in? Yeah, we got plenty up at the club. With yeah. heat and everything? Yep, yep. So, awesome. you know, he'll be able to stay in there and be nice and warm. And obviously I'll be in there with him too. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it, it, man, we're going to try. That'd be great. Uh, hopefully uh, the weather cooperates and he does too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stubborn That's, old guy. I know, man. It's just, this year's just been <clears throat> horrible for friggin' cancer. Yeah, man. Yeah. I swear to God, I've, before this, I knew one person close to me that passed away from it. And this year, it's just like my buddy's wife, my wife's yeah. uncle, who I owe everything in the world to, you know, got me my job and did yeah. so much for me. It's just it's sickening. Yeah. Right? You know? It is, man. I mean, it's... Uh, God. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I mean, you know, you just, uh, you know, you know, talking with my dad about it, you know, is, you know, live every day to the fullest. Exactly. Man. You know? Cancer sucks. It does, man. You know, I actually was just talking to my, my brother today. My brother didn't know what to get my dad for, for Christmas. Yeah. So he bought him this adult coloring book that says uh, it's F cancer, like every page. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I didn't know what to get the guy. You know, everything. Every yeah. every time he wants something, he just goes and buys yeah. it. Yeah. So hopefully this episode doesn't air before Christmas, because <laughs> <laughs> my dad does listen, so that'll be good. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a mess, man. I mean, it you know it, you know, disease you know shows it doesn't you know it's, no, it's just one of those things, man. I mean, it doesn't discriminate. You never know. So. uh your season wasn't that great this year, Jimmy, right? No, but, no we've but let me just quite a bit. <laughs> here's, here's something. What else did you see out hunting? What interesting things did you see? This year? You know, it, like in the past, I've seen some crazy stuff. Like last year, I saw, I heard some rustling in a tree. I'm like, what the hell is that? Turn around, it's a groundhog climbing a tree. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You know it what is I mean? Nuts. Like, we saw probably, there was, a, there was a group of 20 toms hanging out together. No, I've Probably. seen I've seen a porcupine porcupine yeah. climbing oh, a tree yeah. before. Yeah, we got I had, a, I had lots a, of those. I had a coyote circle me. Yeah, I yep. didn't see any like, crazy wildlife or anything really happen this year. No. I've seen, so. seen uh when I was up for my bow hunting weekend at the club. I seen a bobcat almost every single day. Huh. Really? And then, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. How far away? Uh, it walked right practically right up underneath my tree stand. No kidding. Yeah, it was pretty wild to watch. I mean, he knew I was there, too. It was kind of pictures? Funny. No, no, because every time I went to move, he was, like, uh-huh. hawk-eyeing me. <laughs> yeah. We got some real good vision on those things, man. And then uh, we've seen a bunch <laughs> of coyotes, and uh, yeah, we see a lot of porcupines, too. Yeah. Yeah, we shoot them things. 
Yeah, we I've seen a lot of like tur- a lot of turkeys in the fall. Yeah, just <clears throat> probably between me and my buddy Bob, in four days of hunting, we saw seventy five, eighty turkeys. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, they're just <laughs> all over the place. And this is all up at his place? Yeah. 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 It's up near Mancelona. Mancelona, that's right. So I saw that. Saw some, I saw a big hawk one day yeah. come down. We get bald eagles. Do you guys ever see those when you're hunting? We, we see we them all the time. I haven't seen them when hunting. Do you really? He lives on the river, kind of, and just, that's what he yeah, does. So two, so two years ago, when I shot a deer out at out at my club, um, this is actually kind of a crazy story. So, um, we were out there bow hunting. I shot a, shot a doe in the morning, gutted it, you know, went in for lunch, whatever. And, you know, loaded the deer up into the back of the truck and left, mm-hmm. came back at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And when I came back, I seen, uh, I could see crows just everywhere. I mean, they found this gut pile so fast. Everywhere. And then on the other side of the crows, there was actually a couple of coyotes. And this, this, at this point, I'm probably about a couple hundred yards away. And I'm like, well, why aren't these coyotes eating this gut pile? So I got out my binoculars, and I could see a lot better, obviously, with those. And I look over there, and there was four bald eagles on my gut pile. Huh. And they were all just waiting for these bald eagles to leave. You could tell the pecking yeah. order. Like oh, the yeah. coyotes wanted nothing to do with these bald eagles at all. Oh, it was kind of crazy. No. Um, and I never realized how freaking big those things are oh, yeah. until I got as close as I could, and I was like, wow. I went to uh, uh, Alaska one time, and I went for a river raft tour through a bald eagle preserve, mm-hmm. You know, and I probably saw 150 bald eagles. Wow. And uh, they were... They were like we we floated right by we floated right by uh some nests and stuff some of them nests are as big as a Volkswagen oh yeah they're huge oh, they yeah. are giant man yeah they get big they weigh a couple thousand pounds mhm jeez not the birds but the how, nests. how wide are they are they like 3 feet by 3 feet oh no big their wingspan is oh, like over yeah. 7 so foot so you're long. like 6 foot yeah i mean these birds you got to figure their wingspan is like 7 feet wide yeah, you know, I mean, they're freaking huge. Yeah, yeah, but they're cool, Powerful and they make too. a ton, ton of noise. Like when you hear them taking off, it almost kind of freaks you out, especially in like low light situations. It's it's a little <laughs> nerve wracking when you hear those things coming in like a freight train. <clears throat> so. Well, no, Pim, keep me a little more uh, hearing in my ear. This is where this white line is here. It's on that board up there on the top, to your left. Nope. See that little board up there in the corner? Yep. Look for the one that's going to this uh, this connect this gray connector here. We're trying to podcast yeah, here. That's we all right. People don't care. Some behind the scenes needs to happen. No idea what you're talking all right, about. it's one of those knobs. It just depends on which one's hooked up to this this just, gray cord. I just See turned, it? I just turned it up. All right, a little bit more. Give me a little bit more audio. A little bit, a little bit. I need more cowbell. Cowbell. More cowbell. I need more cowbell. It's not loud for me, though. I don't know why it's loud for you. I just can't get enough cowbell. So weird. Anyway. We should get a cowbell for down here. Uh, yeah. So I can't. Yeah. I don't know why it's so low over here. It's so odd that this. I can't hearing, tell which one goes into what. Yeah, I can. T- I think Ron's coming. Ron will be here soon to tell us all his hunting stories from this year too. I can hear Kevin. Kevin's is like super loud. And oh, am I really? Too loud? It's weird. When Kevin talked, it was like. Well, maybe boom, yours boom. is too loud, and you need to adjust yours down. 
it's it's a, it's a little mix there. But anyway, uh, so John, um, yeah, dude, I heard a little bit of your story. I was out in the uh, studio there working on wiring it for our Christmas live special. Very exciting. Uh, but uh, so you got a buck, right? Yep. And then, oh, I know I was going to ask you, how in God's green earth can you handle taking Tim to hunt camp? <laughs> <laughs> well, so Tim's he always welcome. Whiny. Tim's always welcome because he brings really good scotch. <laughs> and, you know, everyone's responsible for a meal. So this year he did uh, Cuban sandwiches, which are really oh, good. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. What kind of cheese is that Cuban sandwich? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Or is there no sure. cheese? No, there's cheese. I want to say it's like a Swiss it, or something Isn't like it that. almost like a ham and cheese? Almost. Yeah, basically. What? That's with like a Cuban. I don't even know what with a like Cuban is. like mustard and thin, pickles. Like pulled pork and ham. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, it was good, though. It was really good. And so, then he did uh, beef stew. I don't know if No Boom told the story yet about the, uh, the Polar Express. I don't know if he told that no. story. So, no boom, and my wife are friends. So they they set up this Polar Express train ride in Michigan, and uh, so the train um, departs from Owasso, Michigan, which is a very very small city in Michigan. It goes to Ashley, Michigan, which is the North Pole, and um, so we uh, we're on this train, and the train is called, I believe, the is it the twelve twenty six. 1225. So the 1225, my wife's in the background. The 1225 <laughs> is actually the train. Oh, that means Christmas, doesn't it? Ah, is that what Snap. it means? I didn't know that. I no clue. 1225. <laughs> Kevin didn't even know that. Usually he jumps on that stuff like trivia. Um, so trivia. The, the 1225, and uh, it's actually, so this train is a very old style train. And the Polar Express, the movie with Tom Hanks, that's the actual train they mimic this off of. Which is pretty cool. So the basically they recorded the actual audio from this train, which is in the movie, which is pretty cool. But anyhow, I was this is getting to food. Don't worry, I was I'm turning this back around <laughs> to food. So Nope and I are there, and then our friends are like, "You got to try this hamburger from this little what they were calling like a hobo, I don't know, burger shop or something like that." It was hilarious. But the hamburger was absolutely amazing. Yeah. It was like a hamburger with grilled onions, pickles. A mustard and ketchup, I believe, but it was so good. Really? <laughs> no boom, I were just chowing them. And it was like four dollars. Yeah. And it was thick. It wasn't like yeah. a small burger. Like yeah. it was a decent burger for four bucks. Sounds good. Slider. It was like a slider, but but big, like a yeah. big big slider. Did you eat upstairs over there? Was it good? Mm-hmm. She didn't like it, John. I made it. Did you all like it? By hand. <laughs> There's a lot of leftovers. We can probably take some home. She's not going to Costco. You're not going to Costco? What? <laughs> well, <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. You've been up there laughing. I heard you tell you my butt. That's all right. That's fine. Actually, I like to go anyway. I like to pick out the appetizers myself. So, What do you get? What do you, get? What do you want? What kind? Should I get, should I get not a lot of appetizers? I'm getting a hundred some dollars worth of training. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, should I just get a few little things? Like, uh, you guys probably, want some? I mean, I don't know what my kids This are is for the yet. BHP Are we having a lot party. of kids? BHP. I don't know what my kids are doing. They're still up in the air. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Oh, as please. close as yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they should at least come eat or whatever or bring them some food. Well, well anyway, I'm thinking just get, like, some uh, jerky sticks and chop them up, like, in some cheese or something. I don't know. I'm just going to get a couple cases of beer, some wine. I mean, we're going to have a lot of food, so I'm not necessarily concerned overly with the... Nice. nice. What? Yeah. yeah. A nice, kind of, sort of. So what? A People, nice bourbon, maybe. Oh, uh, we can get we can get a drink. <laughs> yes, I don't know, but I don't know what I'm buying. So that's why I said if you guys want some you know, sort bullet, of bullet, yeah. All right, yeah. If you want to text me that tomorrow, I don't forget. People are so bored by now. Listen, to this. Yeah. <laughs> they're <laughs> done. We're all over. It is what it is. I think we talked about hunting, fishing, <laughs> food, Polar Express. 
Yep. How much <laughs> cancer sucks. Yeah, yeah cancer sucks. Okay. But anyway, should we just shut this down? Yeah, you know what? It's too sad. Yeah. One, the food yeah. didn't overtake the cancer yeah. issue. So well, uh, <laughs> let's let's shut yeah, down. And actually, does. Ron will be here soon. We're gonna start a new podcast yeah. with Ron about we his hunting know. this year in Illinois, which is really exciting. So stay yeah. tuned on the next episode for that. All and right. oh, and then uh, this one, um, uh, yeah. So make sure you guys are live with us on 1230 2018 because we are doing the big Christmas giveaway. It's a monster giveaway, it's not like an anything normal. It's over 33 prizes. It's huge. We're gonna have uh, bows Winning. in there. We got a Matthews bow, an elite bow. I mean, it's gonna be crazy, but it's gonna hinder on how many live viewers to unlock those giveaways. So huge. we need you to Get stream it. and follow the, the videos on YouTube. Not Facebook. It's going to be on YouTube specifically. So make sure you tune in. Two-hour special, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No Boom will be taking you through all these great giveaways live. Huge. <laughs> huge. That's all it. Right. That's all I had. It's going to be huge. Catch you next time. Thanks for joining us. Blade. It's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears, Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Hey guys, can't get enough of the Boner Plant Podcast? You need more episodes? Well, check us out on Patreon.com. Go to Patreon.com slash BHP Podcast to join the Golden Arrow Club and get exclusive access to new episodes every week. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.